government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before, and it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Like yeah, I know. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not even joking. I'm just not you're not going to convince me at all as far as abortion up to 9 months. So this I don't understand how this is fruitful. No, but that's that's what I'm saying. It's, it's not a, par- a 9 month old baby is not a parasite. It's a C-section. Oh, it can live on its own. So you you're so now you're you're, you're saying that, that you've changed. It is a parasite, which does happen. There's something wrong with the mother. Well, like the baby is literally Well, hold on a second. So now you're saying you don't support abortion up to 9 months. No, I do. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. At some points there's like an extreme. But hold on, so no, it's not a C-section. A C-section is not taking out the hey, congratulations, you have a baby boy. Smack it so it cries and putting it through a wood in the chipper. rare cases. No, it's not. It's in not. And this is why cases. we're not going to fight. Listen, we've had very civil dialogues. What you want to do is, mono- is monopolize the microphone. You just said a nine-month-old abortion is a C-section. Because it's, it's not. Because when it's you not take, it's the question of body autonomy. That's what I'm it's saying. It's not Whenever the question take, of body autonomy. Yes, because you're taking the child out of the body. That is what an abortion is. You take the child out of the body. It's not connected to the mother. The, the baby can usually live on its own. It's an actual baby at nine months. Whenever, before that. But you just said you supported abortion up to nine months. That's essentially what it is. Like, I'm so, I'm so, okay, let me ask you this really clearly. Are you still okay? Are you still okay with abortion up to nine months? Abortion is taking a baby out of a mother. That's called a delivery. (laughs) That's called a delivery. Thank you, Stephen Crowder. Folks, this is why it is so important that people like uh, Crowder and so many others go out to these universities and educate these young women because we're living in a society where young women just don't understand anything about birth. They don't understand really anything about babies. They don't understand anything about the sanctity of motherhood. And, they, and because of all of that and because of society and society constantly pushing them to say, it's okay if you, have a, if you get pregnant, you can have an abortion. So they think that it's nothing. They don't understand the value of human life. And that's really what it comes down to. They just don't understand the value of human life. And it's sad. It is so very sad because these young women are going to grow up at some point and they're going to look back at their behavior and they're going to say to themselves, what was I ever thinking? And you can blame it on their parents. You can blame it on their school. You can blame it on society. But really, ladies and gentlemen, it comes down to how they were raised and it comes down to their personal choices. Remember, 
There are consequences for your actions. And you have to decide at a very young age these days who you want to be. 20, 30 years ago, you had a little bit more leeway. There is no leeway nowadays. It's just the way the world is. You have to decide who you want to be at an early age. Now, I want to play you this this next video about this because I really want to highlight how much parents need to educate their young daughters. Your granddaughters, your daughters, any young child, any young woman in your uh, family, you have to understand that growing up today is very different from growing up when you and I grew up. Okay, there is such a lack of respect today like there's never been before. And children are growing up a lot earlier. Let's face it. They've got every social media app under the sun and they have the world at their fingertips. I want to play you this video. I'm sure you've seen it going around, but it's just of these young girls mocking babies who have been aborted. And it's truly sad, and it falls right into the same category of what I was just talking about. Children are going to be children. I get it. Kids are going to be kids. But when you're talking this level of evil, there has to be some kind of finger pointing at the way they were raised. Check this out. I promise I would kill my baby if I got pregnant. I literally would. No uterus, no opinion, they said to that guy. Because that guy values human life. That young man, that young gentleman values human life. And those young ladies clearly do not. And it's a sad state of affairs. It's a sad state of affairs. And you want to know what, folks? You can bring it all the way back to getting God out of the household. In no family in which God is in that household do you see this kind of rhetoric coming from those children. And I'm not saying that Christian kids are perfect. I'm not saying that a family that believes in God and that has God in their home is perfect. I'm not saying they don't make mistakes and say and do stupid things we all do. But there's a line. You know what I mean? There's a line of saying stupid things, and then there's a line of which you don't go. You know, kind of like where Whoopi Goldberg went with the Holocaust. There are things you can say, and there are things you can't. Now, you have the freedom to say whatever you want, but there's going to be consequences for those actions, just like the left has been saying for so long. And now, I mean, and and now they're starting to eat their own words. They're starting to have a little bit of their own humble pie, aren't they? Isn't it amazing how many of President Trump's enemies and people who hate God and hate Trump and hate the right and hate anybody who loves America and hates that flag behind me? Isn't it funny how they're all dropping like flies lately, isn't it? But but, But this isn't funny. It isn't a funny situation. It isn't a funny topic to talk about. And let's continue to pray that in our lifetimes, we actually see a post Roe v. Wade um, overturn. That's what I want to see. I want to see a I want to see a new generation of post Roe v. Wade kids coming up and valuing human life. That's all. That's what it's all about, folks. Valuing human life. Let's do some quick shout outs real quick. If you're watching on Real America's Voice News anywhere you're watching on my social media, please give me your name. Let me know where you're from. Let's highlight you and where you live. And what's going on where you live, because ladies and gentlemen, none of this matters without every single one of you. Lisa, God bless you, and thank you for watching uh, Live from America tonight. As always, it's truly an honor to be here. And folks, just let's let you know, for all you who are uh, newcomers, you are locked and loaded right here. This is Live from America, and you're watching it on Real America's Voice News. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And this is February 2nd, year of our Lord, 2022. And I'm coming to you from the Live Free or Die State of New Hampshire. Deb from Illinois is watching. God bless you. Good to see you. Um, KC from Iowa. Carol from Pennsylvania. Good to see you. Chick 73. Nurse 1978. How are you? Good to see you. Kevin Wilson in the house. I believe from Michigan, if my mind serves me correct. Joe, how you doing? Good to see you. Thank you for joining in. Roxanne from Minnesota. God bless you and thank you for joining in. Sherry from Texas. Thank you. To the Getter family that watches on Real America's Voice News Getter. We got a lot of folks over there who continuously show up day in and day out. You got your grandpappy. How you doing, my friend? You've got um, 
Animal Topper, Stephanie, how you doing, CJ Stevens? These are just names that I see in that chat every single night, and they're truly, truly warriors for Real America's Voice. Uh, Carol from Texas, good to see you. Adam from Utah, thanks for joining in. Bob and Linda, how are you doing? Now let's go over to Getter real quick, folks. Let's get some Getter family in there, some Getter shout-outs. And you guys, you know what? Getter is the Twitter killer, and Getter definitely is better. If you don't have a Getter account, I suggest getting one. It's, it's, it's kind of like a Twitter uh, but a little bit better, actually, and if you ask me. And you can follow me at Jeremy Harrell there. How you doing, Jill? Good to see you. Thank you very much. Mike, God bless. Missy Watkins, thank you. Kathy, good to see you. Helen Miller, God bless you, and thank you so very much. Honored as well, Jeremy, says Tarcat. Donna from Virginia. Zachary White from Texas, good to see you, man. Joey from Pennsylvania. And one more, Trina Griffin from uh, South Georgia, folks. Let's go to the Lord today. Because like uh, those young ladies in the beginning of that video, they need the Lord, we need the Lord, and we need to be the bearers of that light. We need to be the ones that bring those young ladies the, uh, the truth. And that's exactly why I respect people like Steven Crowder so much, because that's what he does. He goes to these campuses. You got so many of these great Americans, the Charlie Kirks, the Candace Owenses, they're going to these, they're going to these colleges and they're educating young minds. And that's what college is for, isn't it? February 2nd, Jesus Calling, the evening version, says, casting your burden on me is a spiritual transaction. You guys do transactions every day. You go to the gas station, you go to the bank, you go to the grocery store, you do a transaction every day. But casting your burden on God, or your burden on God that's a spiritual transaction, folks. One that actually matters. You acknowledge that I am in charge of your life and that outcomes are ultimately my domain. This lightens your load immensely, relieving you from feeling responsible for things beyond your control. Remember, folks, nine times out of ten, you don't have control over the things that you stress and fret about. Remember that. You just don't. So let it go. Let it go like Elsa. <laughs> you know what I mean? I won't start singing now. When you come to me, uh, when you come to me weary and burdened, I have promised that I will give you rest. From Psalm 55:22, which Psalm is what I was reading from this morning when we did the newsletter. Cast your burdens on the Lord and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. And from Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And before you turn out the light tonight, everybody, right now, depend on me to carry your load. The load will not be heavy if you let somebody else carry it for you. That doesn't mean that you're not there with them. That doesn't mean that they're not there with you. That just means that you're allowing somebody else to take care for you of all of that burden. Somebody to take all of that heavy weight off your shoulders so you can focus on what matters. So you can focus on the here and the now, not tomorrow, not two days from now, okay? Let's all go to the Lord and say the Lord's Prayer together as this has become everybody's favorite part of the show, including mine. So remove your hats if you're wearing one, and let's all go to the Lord together. Where there are two or more, the Lord is there. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And God has been working in a lot of mysterious ways lately, you guys. God has been really working in a lot of mysterious ways. He's getting rid of a lot of evil people, and he's getting rid of them in a way that we never thought would happen. But I did get some good news today, and that is Mark Zuckerberg's stock in Meta, which is basically Facebook, has dropped and tanked 22%, ladies and gentlemen. And the reason why it has dropped 22% is because there are missing income reports and there is no growth forecast. That means that Facebook and Twitter are starting to finally leak out, folks. 
They're finally starting to leak out, and that is a testament to all the work that you guys have been doing. So good job. Let's keep it up. As we, ladies and gentlemen, get ready to go to our first commercial here on Real America's Voice News, you are watching Live from America, and we will be right back right after this with the first and foremost section. You're not going to want to miss it. Thank you. We'll be right back. All right. My Live from America family, how we doing? Let's talk. Let's hang out. Let's talk to each other real quick. We got a great show. Thank you so very much, Shirley. She says for your producer. Okay, guys. Um, Jeremy, you say, Jeremy, you say about PayPal. Don't know what you mean by that, uh, but PayPal's gone. They've been gone. They've been completely gone. You guys still might get some emails if you were um, donors to the show. And uh, after PayPal cut us off, you might get some emails. Just disregard them disregard them unless your emails are coming from a line pay or cornerstone the two, the, the two companies working hand in hand to, to facilitate the income now um then pay no attention to it okay hey Hugh dog says i voted no on house bill 4244 that is incredible that was the illinois bill thank you so very much for uh for letting us know that and i'm glad that i caught that in the comment section now if you are on rumble our producer today, Eli, is in the comment sections, and he's going to help out. He's going to help facilitate the comment threads, and he's going to help. Uh, if there's anything that I miss, he's going to be able to write this stuff down, jot this stuff down, and get it to me after the show. We're becoming highly efficient here on Live from America, and that's all because of your guys' finances. You guys have financed this to happen, and it's going to get better. The content is going to get better. The shows are going to get better. We're going to remain the same on what we do, how we act, who we help, and what Life from America stands for. We're just going to get on a level playing field with somebody else. And by the way, folks, we have never once relied on anybody but each other. We have never once relied on anybody but each other. And it's truly, truly an honor to be able to say that. You know what I mean? Because no company can shut us off. No company can shut us down. Nobody can take the equipment. It belongs to us. It belongs to us. And that's a great thing. Um, I just disputed more charges yesterday. Went back in August. We will see what happens. Well, good. Good. PayPal shares are down 25%. Whoa, where did you get that? Please put the link in the comment section so my producer can grab it. So I can, so our producer can grab it. Um, he's, doing, he's doing a heck of a job, you guys. He really is. There's a lot to learn. There's a heck of a lot to learn. I didn't get my chocolates with my two orders of Valentine's Day specials, says Bushy53. Uh, well, we'll make sure Eli jots that down. Maybe I'm sorry we missed that. We'll get your chocolates right out to you. Bushy53, put your real name in there and uh, maybe a way to get a hold of you, and we'll get a hold of you uh, tomorrow morning, and we'll get those right out to you. I'm sorry that happened, but things do happen. Uh, let's come back from this commercial break, folks. We're going to try to stay on, on, on time. Uh, today with these with these commercial breaks and how we have to go with the nighttime uh, show but please do me a great great grand favor folks okay please share the video please share the video it would be so helpful to this show and to the network if you guys got it out there as much as you possibly could I know it stinks I know you know you don't want to do it but we're all part of the same team here so you know what I mean sharing is caring Let's get back to the show and do the first and foremost section because I'm ready to rock and roll and we got some good stuff to, uh, to break down tonight. So here we go. And welcome back to Real America's Voice News. I am Jeremy Harrell. This is Live from America. It may be your new favorite show. I don't know. It may be. There's great people here. I don't know how you would. I don't know how this wouldn't be your great, your favorite show. There is definitely a great audience, a building audience, and an original family right here at Life from America, and it's wonderful. So, getting to the first and foremost section of the day, I started the cold open because we have a moral problem in this country. I started the the cold open showing you our young women who are just so uneducated about the value of life in this country, and I started it off for a reason, because the first and foremost section tonight is going to kind of carry right off with that. Archbishop Carlos Maria Vegano from Italy sent a letter to the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops and the Prefect of the Congregation for the Doctrine of Faith. Very, very, very strong language in this letter coming from Archbishop Carlos Vigano. Um, And I will just kind of, I'll just kind of quote a couple things that he said in here. Number one, he said, time will make the masks fall from those who disguised themselves as saviors of humanity. He also said, while they sought to subjugate and exterminate citizens 
or make them chronically ill. This is coming from an archbishop, and it would really be nice. I got to tell you, it would really be nice if the pope, the pope of the Catholic Church would come out with language like this. It's really nice to see somebody with a high position in a faith, um, in, in a faith-based, uh, you know, Catholicism, ladies and gentlemen. What is? I don't know how many how many Catholics are there in the world. It's got to be, it's got to be close to a billion people, a billion or more Catholics, right? And it would just really be nice to see the Pope actually stand up. But we know that this Pope here, without trying to offend anybody in the, in the, in the, uh, with the Catholic uh, faith, this Pope here is definitely, there's something wrong with this guy. There's definitely something wrong with this guy. And I always thought when Pope Benedict actually got pushed out of there and this Pope got put in, it was awfully weird. It was really weird to have that happen. So it's really nice to see an archbishop actually stand up and say these wonderful, beautiful things. It really is. So let's uh, let's break it down a little bit and let's read it. Um, Archbishop uh, Carlos Vigano from Italy shared this letter to the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops. Uh, he also sent it to the Congregation of Doctrine of Faith, the CDF. And he also shared a letter from Dr. Massimo Citro, MD, to Dr. Gwyneth Spader. He also shared his message that, would, uh, that was published at the Church uh, Militant. And here is some of the thoughts that he shared. The multiple Vatican endorsements of the criminal mass vaccine campaign confirm the full adherence of the hierarchy to the globalist Vulgate without taking even the slightest account of the serious critiques of the so-called vaccines. This is his words. (laughs) This is incredible to hear this from an archbishop in this time. It really is. The Pontifical Academy for Life is no exception. It has become an organ of neo um, lost my spot there. Excuse me. Uh, uh, an organ of neo-Methusianism, even to the point of declaring the subject, the subjecting oneself to inoculation with the experimental drug is an act of love and moral duty, incontrovertibly denying not only the evidence of the facts, but also the existence of a global plan that has deliberately caused the psycho pandemic in order to bring about ruthless reduction of the world population, especially the elderly, he said, and imposes forms of control and restrictions of the natural rights of a citizen. If it is surprising neither that the deep church is totally subservient to the deep state, nor that uh, Bergoglio wants to put himself forward as a candidate for the presidency of the religion of humanity that the New World Order intends to establish. On the other hand, we see that the pandemic represents only one aspect of the complex network of complicity between the globalist oligarchy and the financial power of the pharmaceutical companies and the international institutions and national governments all over the world. Looking at the gene serum as if it were a real vaccine that prevents a serious illness is useless because its effectiveness is preventing um, contagion is zero. Its effectiveness in preventing contagion is zero. And COVID is not a fatal disease if treated promptly. Then he says, but in order for the truth to triumph and the guilty to be condemned, it is necessary to open our eyes, recognizing the crisis of, the, uh, of authority, both at the political and the religious levels. Isn't that a, I mean, talk about some harsh words coming from an archbishop. That is why I said it would be really nice to see the Pope come out in support of this archbishop and echo some of the same sentiment. You know that's not going to happen, which is how you know there is a big divide in the Catholic Church right now. And it's not just the Catholic Church. There's a big divide amongst the church. Among the church, whether you're Baptist, whether you're Lutheran, whether you're Presbyterian, whether you're, it doesn't matter. There is a massive divide in the church right now, and it's because the church has allowed politics to seep its dirty little grimy ways into every aspect of the church. And that is the problem. The problem is the church is no longer a, it's no longer a unified body that preaches one gospel. It's no longer that. It's little cliques everywhere who think one is better than the other. You got all these denominations who are trying to say that their way is the right way when really there's only one way and that's Christ's way. That is the right way. 
And you have this massive divide in the church because of politics, because the church has allowed as a whole politics to come in and put a divide in between the word of God. And that is a scary, scary thing. That's a scary thing because the one place that we should be united is under God. We might not be the United States anymore, but as the, as the body of Christ, we should be united and we are not. But I have to give, I do have to give the Smarty Award of the day today and you know who we got to give it to. I mean, don't you agree? I say we have to give it to him. So Carlos, oh, excuse me, excuse me, I pressed the wrong button. I should give him a double. I should give him a double for that. We're going to give the Smarty Award of the day to Archbishop Vigano. And he deserves it. And he deserves it for being so courageous to write that letter. Really a great thing to see. We need more of that. We definitely need more of that. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go from Italy all the way to California. California school district has been telling kids that attacking whiteness is not enough. They're trying to really make everybody look at a Caucasian kid as one of the worst things in the world. This is truly incredible. A now-deleted portion of the Riverside, California School District's website obtained the Federalist displays that the district promoted an essay that attacks people based on the inborn color of their skin. The essay, titled Decentering Whiteness by Jeff Hitchcock and Charlie Flint, claimed that the attacking whiteness or attacking whiteness is not enough. It sought to divide people on the basis of or on the basis of their race and argued that whiteness should be pushed to the margin. Now, Riverside Unified School District in California promoted the essay at least three separate times under the professional learning and community engagement and culture climate sections of their equity access community engagement resources page, according to the screenshots that we've attained. Okay. Now, in these, uh, in these screenshots, it shows you here, they have like a little list here, uh, anti-racist reading list, confronting our beliefs about poverty and discipline, culturally responsive education hub, decentering whiteness, disability sensitivity training, educate facts about the ways systematic racism persists in the contemporary era, inclusive education project, levels of racism, a theoretic framework, and a gardener's tale. Seeing white, <laughs> can you just, I just can't even believe this stuff. Seeing white is actually one of their bullet points uh, of, their, of their learning. It's incredible. Teachers, uh, teaching Central America and the educational movement. Now, the Federalist previously revealed that both Riverside Superintendent Renee Hill and Board of Education member Tom Hunt lied about the district teaching critical race theory. One parent from the district who wished to remain unnamed, told the Federalist that the resources, uh, the resources list that contained decentering whiteness was removed from the website following the expose of the district's dishonesty. When asked why the resources had been removed, communications director Diana Meza stated that the district is, quote, updating the equity and access, uh, equity, access and community engagement Google site and landing page. The page should be back up soon. The school district has charged uh, has charge of nearly 40,000 students, according to federal data, and 35% of those students are white. School families' median income is significantly above the nationally average at approximately $73,000 a year. Excuse me. Now, decentering whiteness, the removed 19-page resources document, which can be viewed uh, if you go to thefederalist.com, they have it on their website, not only condemned whiteness, but also served as a guidebook for how institutions can fight it so that whiteness itself can be made more marginal. The paper explained, decentering whiteness uh, as we envision it is a collective process that can take place in organizations, sectors of society, personal lives, etc., over periods of days, months, years, and generations. So what they're doing is they're taking a playbook out of, play, out of like uh, uh, Islam, where they don't care if they win in a day, they don't care if they win in a month. They're in it for the long haul. And they've been doing that for decades, chipping away, chipping away, chipping away, grabbing your rights, chipping away at your parental rights, chipping away at your gun rights, chip, 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 chip. The question is, when are we as a whole going to stand up and not allow them to chip anymore? That's the real question. 
That's the real question, folks. Look, we are going to take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is live from America. Don't go anywhere because we have a lot more coming right up. Be right back right after this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is talk time. So let's uh, get the camera back up there. I hope you guys don't mind the, uh, the commercial breaks at nighttime. You know, I know it's something we've had to get used to for a long time, but you know what the way I look at it is? At least we get our morning show with none, and we just go right through and just do story after story after story. And this way, we also get live from America out there to more people. So that's why we did the digital partnership. But with that comes, well, you know, <laughs> boo. <laughs> New ad music. Yes, thank you to the producer. Thank you, Eli. God bless you. Uh, Jeremy, update us on Illinois, please. Yeah, I don't have any updates on Illinois right now. Not yet, but I should tomorrow, okay? Jeremy, who do you recommend for a merchant account? I have a small business. Align Pay. Align Pay, Align Pay, Align Pay. They even assign a, a personal like associate to your account. So you just reach out to that person anytime you want. And when I do, they're back to me within five minutes. It's incredible. Um, I would believe Manchin over Biden any day regarding Build Back Better. Oh, yeah, so would I. Build Back Better, Broke Back Biden, that's dead. That's dead. Jeremy, um, oh, yeah, we already answered that. For coffee, LOL, chip away. Won't be any chipping when truckers show up in D.C. Actually, we have a very, very big announcement, and I'm going to re-announce this when we come back from commercial because I do want the Real America's Voice News to hear this uh, audience to hear this as well. Uh, we're at Lee Dundas, civil rights attorney Lee Dundas, will be joining Live from America tomorrow at the 5 p.m. hour. And we are going to be talking a lot about this convoy in Canada and the upcoming convoy in America. And ladies and gentlemen, she is working with the organizers for both. So she has a lot of behind the scenes um, information that nobody has even talked about yet. And it's going to be incredible. I've been wanting to talk to her since right after the election. Please do me a favor, guys. Do me one more round of sharing. I would appreciate it. Some people can't come on until later, and they might not have seen the links that were shared. So please, if we can all just collectively do that one more time before we come back from this next commercial break, I would appreciate it. Um, but uh, I cannot definitely wait to get her on. Jeremy, who gets the Dumb Dumb Big Award for January? Uh, I actually realized that today, and we're going to be talking about that on tomorrow morning's show. I want to save those special moments for the live from America audience. You know what I mean? I don't want to I don't want to give the I don't want to give our traditions out to everybody. There's something special about just our LFA family and uh, we got to keep those <laughs> we got to keep those special, you know? So we'll be doing that tomorrow. Yes, Freddie loses. Yep, we got <laughs> got him gone again. Every time we'll just keep doing it. You know what I mean? Sooner or later he'll stop being a loser. Maybe, I don't know. Losers do like to be losers. <laughs> and who can stop them? Who can stop them? When you're a loser, you're truly a loser. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? Picking is fine. Making fun is fine. But I have prayed for, for him very a, a lot, many times, folks. And I urge you guys to do the same thing. Jeremy, I told Bryson Gray he should be on your show and Facebook, and he replied back and said, sure. You know, I've actually tried to get Bryson on before. I've actually wanted to do a song with Bryson not too long ago, but it just didn't work out. Uh, just timing. Timing, really. Let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Real America's Voice News, live from America here, and I'm Jeremy Harrell. Let's get back into it. So by now, everybody in the world knows about Whoopie Pie, right? Everybody in the world must know about Whoopie Pie. And if you don't know what's going on, you know Whoopie said one of those things that you just don't say. Yes, we all believe in free speech. I get it. I get it 100%. But there are things that you don't say. You know what I mean? Just because I have free speech doesn't mean that I'm going to go into a child cancer facility and go in there and go and make jokes about their, about their cancer. Or say that uh, cancer is not really what's killing you. Stop acting like you're, you know what I mean? Get up and, and stop being weak. It'd be like the equivalent of using your freedom of speech to say something like that. That's exactly what Whoopi Pie did. Whoopi Cushion. Whoopi Cushion, Whoopi Pie, whatever. Whatever we want to call her. By now, everybody knows what she did. But apparently, oh, Whoopi Pie is, quote, livid. Ladies and gentlemen, it's, quote, livid about being punished. By ABC. Let's break it down. You know, this is kind of like the reality TV moment of the news. You know, this and Joe Rogan. But they're interesting enough because there's a bunch of stuff that's connected to it. It's like a domino effect of things. 
And at face value, it's like, eh, whatever. But there's, it's, it's actually getting pretty interesting because there's a lot of society and a lot of culture that's on the fringe of these two things happening. So, you know, it becomes news. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg says she's livid after she's suspended by ABC on Tuesday, and now she's threatening to quit The View. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. What will we ever do without Whoopi Pie? What would we ever do without Whoopi? Oh, please tell me. You see her touting her around on, fa- on late night shows last night looking like a glad bag, hefty, hefty trash sack and whatever the heck she's wearing? Does anybody really care? Oh, no, you're going to threaten to leave The View? Oh, you guys want some real numbers on The View? Why don't you hire Candace Owens? And I'm not saying get rid of one person who happens to be black and hire another person who happens to be black. I don't care who you replace on that show to put Candace on, Owens on there. You want real ratings? Put her on there. Let her single-handedly chew up and spit out every dum-dum on that show daily. That's what I would like to see. Why don't you put somebody with, ac- with an actual uh, a spine, a backbone, and a brain? That would be helpful. Dun, 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 dun. Anyway, Whoopi, Coopi- Whoopi Cushion said she is livid. Goldberg was suspended for only two weeks. Look what they did to Roseanne. Look what they do to anybody else. After she repeatedly came that the Holocaust was not about race. The Holocaust isn't about race, she says. We all know that. We get it. But apparently, folks, Whoopi is livid after being suspended from The View over the claim that the Holocaust was not about race and telling coworkers that she is going to quit the show, according to sources. Goldberg, 66 years old. Is she 66 years old? Wow. 66? Seriously? She feels humiliated, she says, after being disciplined by ABC. Well, you know what? There's a lot of people who feel humiliated after what you said. After the ABC execs um, suspended her after she followed their advice to apologize for the ill-conceived comments, a well-placed insider told The Post. She feels ABC executives mishandled this. She followed their playbook. She went on to The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, and she apologized again on The View. What more do you want? (laughs) We want a lot more. We want a lot more. Now, I'm not a cancel culture guy. I just am not. I'm not somebody who walks around going, cancel this, cancel that. But like I said, there are some lines that you don't cross. And ABC, she's their problem. If you want to keep her on the show, if you want to keep her on the network, then you've really shown, uh, shown your hand and you really let everybody in the world know exactly who you are, especially after the Roseanne thing. If you don't want to keep her on your network because you think she's a liability and she doesn't bring any doesn't bring any numbers anyway because who cares about her? I mean nobody cares. Where's my button? Remember this? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. They'd be, be in their best interest they'd be they w- it would be to get rid of her. Her ego has been hurt, and she's been telling people she's going to quit. Oh, the suspension from The View is likely getting suspended, (laughs) and is likely getting suspended from Bravo as well. The bar, ladies and gentlemen, is very low. But the reason why I say that there's a line is because what she said is so terrible. And I think she doesn't have any explaining to do to me. She doesn't have any explaining to do to most of you. What she does have an obligation and a duty to do is explain herself to this woman. Miss Ruthie Gerber, I don't know you, but I believe that you're an intelligent woman. And to hear that from you, it really bugs me. Wake up. I have nothing against you. But how can you make a statement like that? You're an educated person, and I respect you. I respect all people in the world, and I want them to have a better better world and unite us, and everybody has the, should have the privilege to live a better life. I want to say that everybody has the right to be happy here, and we are working for our children to have a better world, to don't, yes, that was racist. Only Jews were killed, six million Jews, and a million and a half healthy, beautiful children. What are you talking about? You just waking up? Well, do that, wake up. Look into the, to life. Look on, look in what happened. 
Why you, you should forgive? You came home to the empty walls. All my family was killed because they were Jews, oh. not because they weren't good people. We want everybody should be happy and our children should grow up without races. They should be together strong and bring a beautiful, make a beautiful world here that everybody is accepted. And what a hard thing to see from a Holocaust survivor like that. And you want to know something? Here's the thing. That woman didn't lash out. She didn't call Whoopi stupid like I did. And she is actually the Holocaust survivor. I'm not. How are you going to say that to so many people whose entire family was murdered or killed in front of them? How is that not racist? We've known for a long time that the people that consider themselves left-wing, they will point their finger at the people who say that they're right-wing and say they're racist. But it's the biggest hypocritical statement on planet Earth because we know that people that consider themselves left-wing are definitely the racist people in the world. And God is working in very mysterious ways for these people to expose themselves. God is shining a light on all of this evil. We knew it was going to happen. The best is definitely yet to come. But in order for the best to come, in order to truly make America and this world great again, we have to expose the evil. And then we have to dig it out like the cancer that it is. And Whoopi Cushion Goldberg, Whoopi Pie Goldberg, is definitely part of that cancer. And let's just pray that ABC does the right thing. Because that last video that I just shared was very hard to watch. Now, I spoke earlier about uh, reality TV shows. And I said that this Whoopi Goldberg thing is nothing more than a reality TV show. And I said that the uh, Joe Rogan thing is nothing more than a reality TV show. And that's what they are, folks. Just want to look at some. That's exactly what they are. But I'm glued to them, not for the reality TV show aspect of it. I am glued to them. And I am so interested in them because, like I said, all of the stuff that's around it and that surrounds it, and it's basically our culture today. So let's get to that real quick as well. Several high profile, after Dwayne The Rock Johnson came out yesterday in support of Joe Rogan, several high profile celebrities are now coming out and backing Joe Rogan after Neil Young's hippie temper tantrum that he had over his music on Spotify. Now, folks... Why I am so intrigued about this is because Joe Rogan's show actually has the power to divide Hollywood. And that is what we've needed to do for decades. Hollywood and the mainstream media and more recently big tech, those are the arms of evil. These are the people, these are the mouthpieces, these are the megaphones in which create a culture. And Hollywood is nothing but a brothel of sexual predators, a brothel of pedophiles, and a brothel of evil, just like at CNN, which is why you've seen Jeff Zucker just leave his post there. And we need to, ladies and gentlemen, we need to dig this cancer out. And that is why I'm so, uh, that's why I'm so happy about what's going on with Joe Rogan, because the, the uh, Hollywood is splitting down the middle right now. And you're either going to find yourself on the side of Joe Rogan or not the side of Joe Rogan. But it's not about Joe Rogan. It's so much bigger than that. Joe Rogan is just the guy that has the powerful show that's going to cause this catastrophe in Hollywood. He's just got the guy. He's just the guy with the show. It's what it means and what it stands for that I'm all about. 100% fed up reports that rock star Neil Young, is he really, set off a firestorm when he threatened to remove his music from Spotify last week. Unless the nation's top uh, podcaster, Joe Rogan, was removed from the platform. We all know this, okay? We get it. Finally, some high-profile celebrities are beginning to come out of the shadows and openly show their support for Joe Rogan's right to free speech. Prominent comedian and longtime friend of Joe Rogan, Kevin James from the King of Queens, posted a message of support on his Instagram telling Joe, I've known you to be nothing but objective and seeking the truth. He ended his message with, thank you, I love you, brother. 
former Democrat congressman and presidential candidate Tulsi Gabbard, who we, who we spoke about yesterday, wrote on Twitter, Twitter, I get the feeling some people are using Joe Rogan's COVID interview as a pretext to silence his voice, uh, to silence his voice because he's not woke. We talked about that yesterday. Okay. Troy Aikman, legendary Dallas quarterback, Troy Aikman showed uh, his support for Joe Rogan by posting 100, the 100 emoji under Joe Rogan's message explaining to push to censor him on Instagram. Jewel, remember Jewel, the singer of the 90s, left a message of encouragement for Joe saying, you're doing a great job, keep it up, with a clapping emoji. Of course, The Rock said, great stuff here, brother, perfectly articulated, look forward to coming on your show and drinking the tequila. And Kat Von D, the famous tattoo artist who had a reality TV show, she's now coming out as well, saying famous tattoo artist Kat Von D also shared her support for Rogan. They're never going to cancel him, folks, because he has 11 million viewers per episode. you know how much money that is to Spotify? Plus, they got $100 million invested into him. He isn't going anywhere. But the fight is for censorship and freedom of speech. And now that we've got prominent Hollywood names behind it, you're going to see a split in Hollywood, and that's what I said. God, ladies and gentlemen, works in wonderful and mysterious ways, and he always will. Look, we're going to go to our next commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is live from America. You don't want to go anywhere because the end of the shows are always the best, right? The last 15 minutes are always the best. We'll be right back right after this. All right, guys. <clears throat> um, I need a drink after this, man. Wow. Melly says, I wore that shirt today. Everything woke turns to, you know what? Tom Hanks is a pedophile. Thank you, Savvy Granny, for saying that. Because it's true. Well, I won't say that. I will say, in my opinion, it is true. How about that? Corn Pop, how you doing? I hope you're doing well, girl. I hope you and the, and the hubby are doing well. And uh, you have my full uh, love and support. And if you need anything, reach out to me. Um, Hanks and Kevin Spacey are disgusting, says the E-Man 0924. I do not disagree, Eli. Can you all remember before 2020 how we were able to say what we wanted to have or say what we want and have an opinion? Yeah, I do. I remember that. I remember that. Those are the good old days. Need my armor of God shirt, says Joe Bo. Did you order it? Did you get that email that I told you to look at yesterday? If not, man, send me an email. Like I said, we'll get it taken care of. But you should already have gotten a response. Check your other folders. Check your spam and other folders as well so that you get that. Do you think, uh, do you think some of the things he's doing are going to make some people think or wake the heck up? Yes, 100%. 100%, like I told you, The Rock is a Biden-Harris supporter. Think he's having buyer's remorse? I bet he is. Jeremy, bring back your MAGA music. Oh, we are. <laughs> you know, tr- President Trump works behind the scenes, and so do we. President Trump works behind the scenes, and so do, you, so do we. Dave Bray and I have the Armor of God song coming out, but actual MAGA music for, uh, for what this nation's about ready to go through. Yeah, we're going to be releasing about three or four more new songs when it comes to MAGA music this summer. So I'm excited about that. It's just about finding the time, folks. It really is. Mike Pence is a traitor. Hey, I agree. I got my two shirt and candy, just not the armor of God shirt. Did you order it at the same time or did you order it differently? If you ordered it separately, it's coming. But if you ordered at the same time, then we need to know that so we can get it fixed for you. Okay, brother? Make, uh, Eli will handle that for me in the comments, and he'll get that all situated, okay? Just get him a way to get a hold of you, all right? I appreciate it, brother. Jeremy, you're talking too fast. Yes, I know. I know. Thank you. <laughs> Part of my life. Oh, never ends. Take a drink, and we'll uh, finish uh, the, last half of the, the last 15 minutes out of the show. Here we go. And you're live right here, live from America, ladies and gentlemen, from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. This is live from America, and let's get back to it. Listen, from Pradesh, India, to Japan, here on Live from America, we have kept up with all of the success stories about the treatment using ivermectin against COVID-19 and how much of a success it actually is. And now, folks, it looks like the red carpet is starting to be rolled out for the mainstream to pivot on ivermectin. I am not kidding you, folks. And this is it's funny, isn't it? It's just funny how the experts got it wrong for so long, but all of us didn't. 
Has the red carpet finally been rolled out for mainstream pivot to ivermectin? Just yesterday, even more ivermectin controversy started. This time around the joint non-clinical research being done with the drug by Japanese company Koa Company Limited. We talked about this yesterday. Except instead of the normal ivermectin controversy, which consists of arguing over whether or not the drug is a horse paste, despite its discovery being nominated for a Nobel, Peace, uh, Nobel Prize for uh, use in humans, it uh, being included on the World Health Organization's list of essential medicines and being dosed hundreds of millions of times to human beings by doctors. This week's controversy about, the, uh, about how COA's research was reported on Tuesday. Japan's COA says ivermectin effective against Omicron in phase three trial. That was the headline, but that headline was incorrect. And Routers was forced to retract it, folks. I, I, the funny thing about this is, is I watched this real time yesterday. I watched the story come out. I saw it as soon as it dropped, and I saw the headline. Japan's COA says ivermectin against, uh, effective against Omicron in phase three trial. That was the original title of the story. It was then, it had then changed. I didn't watch it change, but I went back to the story when I was getting ready to do the show, and it had changed. And the new headline was, Ivermectin shows antiviral effect against COVID, Japanese company says. That means Routers was forced to change the headline of the story. Both Ivermectin advocates and detractors claimed victory of the day. And this is why you can't believe anything anymore, folks. This is why, because the same company who puts out the headline comes out and puts out a different headline, and then both sides say that they won. It's, it's incredibly stupid. Advocates claimed victory because it was yet another study, despite being a non-clinical stu- joint study, that showed antiviral effects from the medicine in vitro. Ivermectin is already a well-known antiviral. Ivermectin skeptics, like the Washington Post, claimed that the article was botched, but still were forced to admit the truth. The actual news was that the ivermectin was found to carry an antiviral effect against Omicron and other coronavirus variants in a joint non-clinical research. The facts, as put forth in the corrected version of the Reuters article, still seem to be net positive. Japanese trading and pharmaceutical company Koa Limited on Monday said that the anti Uh, parasite drug ivermectin showed an antiviral effect against omicron and other coronavirus uh, variants the company which has been working with tokyo's uh kitasato university and testing the drug as a potential treatment for covid19 did not provide further details than that koa and and uh uh kitasato university appear to be in the midst of the clinical trial studying whether or not ivermectin is effective though it was difficult to confirm the details due to the language barrier at the source of the information. A translated version of Koa's uh, Japanese PR seems to confirm that ivermectin is in the midst of clinical trial for COVID, including in the translated PR were the following lines. Check this out. It is expected to be applied as a therapeutic drug tablet for all new coronavirus infectious diseases. Number two. In this clinical trial, the dosage and administration um, already approved as a therapeutic agent for parasitic infections. Number three, although it is different, we are confirming its efficacy and safety in clinical trials. And number four, COA confirmed that the clinical effect of ivermectin on SARS-CoV-2 and was one of the first to the public. So, folks, what's happening here is actual studies from around the world are starting to compile And it's starting to make a dent. It's actually starting to make a dent. People are actually looking at this and going, well, maybe this is effective. Just maybe this is effective. Now, what I'm about to show you is the website c19ivermectin.com keeps a running tally of such studies of ivermectin. And it aggregates the data as it comes in. Let me show you what I saw when I went there was this. Ivermectin for COVID-19, 77 studies from 728 scientists, 85,695 patients in 26 countries. Statistically significant improvement for mortality, ventilation, ICU, hospitalization, recovery cases, and viral clearance. 83%, 64%, and 39% improvement for prophylaxis, uh, prophylaxis early and late treatment. 
57% approval in 32 RCTs, 54% lower mortality from 38 studies. And again, ladies and gentlemen, you can go to this and you can watch it real time. C19ivermectin.com. It keeps that running tally. And that running tally is going to be the downfall of the left's narrative. I can promise you that. So we want to keep an eye on that, ladies and gentlemen, because it's very important. Now, before we go to this last commercial break, I do want to give a Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. And we're going to give the Dumb Dumb Award today to former President George W. Bush. Run that music. Former President George W. Bush. Look, this guy had his moments, but for the most part, he's never been really, uh, he's never been an intelligent guy. He never was. He was kind of put there because of his name. But the reason why we're giving former President George W. Bush the Dumb Dumb Award today was because of his recent actions, ladies and gentlemen, of donating a large sum of money to Never Trumpers Liz Cheney and Lisa Murkowski in order to win their primaries that are coming up. Birds of a feather flock to the uniparty, folks. They always have and they always will. They always have and they always will. Look, we're going to take our last commercial break here on Real America's Voice News, and we will be back right after this. Dum Dum George Bush. All right, folks. All right, we're almost done. We almost made it. God bless you. Thank you all so very much. Remember when Fauci said that he doesn't recommend ivermectin? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Isn't George Bush, somebody just said he's a big disappointment. Man, you're right about that. You are right about that because he had the opportunity to be one of the, he did have the opportunity because he was in such a, um, a unique position with 9-11. And when he went down there, um, when he went down there at Ground Zero, and he had that megaphone, and he said, the world, no, uh, the world hears it, we hear it, we're coming after the ones who did it. That was the greatest moment that he had. That was literally the greatest moment that he ever had right there. And he just couldn't, he just couldn't hold on to it. He was such, a, he was such an uneducated person uh, for the job. He was so unskilled for that job, but yet he's going to just donate a ton of Bush money to Lisa Murkowski and Liz Cheney. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. But, you know, like I said, this is the uniparty, folks. This is why the Republican Party has never been able to be effective. It's why. Because of your Bushes, because of your Romneys, because of your Cheneys. All these names, all these dynasties. That's why the Republican Party is what it is. It's under the thumb of these, these, these lifelong bureaucrats who have an agenda and they're running the part, both parties. Bush is no different. Than Pelosi. Pelosi is no different than Mike Pence. Mike Pence is no different than Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer is no different than uh, Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff's no different than Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney's no different than Liz Cheney. And the list goes on and on and on. So I think we're going to light George Bush's uh, phone number up tomorrow on Live from America. What do you say? I think it's a good idea, don't you? I'm, I'm game. I'm for it. Unbelievable. Scumbags everywhere. All right, let's come back from this and end the show, shall we? All right, guys, we're at the end of the show here on Live from America. I hope you had a good show. I hope, it, uh, I hope you got a lot of information that you needed. Either way, folks, it's been fun being here with you. But as you know by now, Jeff Zucker resigned his position at CNN, which we knew was coming. We knew was coming. CNN is finally leaking out, folks. They're finally leaking out, and they're going to die. CNN is going to be dead very, very, very soon. Somebody's going to have to buy that company and rebrand it, change the name, keep the infrastructure, and try to do something with it. Changing of your management is not going to do it. Not especially when it's not. It, CNN is nothing but a brothel of sexual abuse, sexual harassment, and pedophilia. That's what it is. That's what it is. Big shout out to people like James O'Keefe and others, Joe Rogan and others, who have just attacked back at CNN. Look, folks, they're getting about an average of 500,000 viewers per show. 500,000 viewers per show. Real America's Voice has shows that are getting more than that. Goes to show you how fall or how far the mighty have fallen. But anyway, President Donald J. Trump put out a nice statement. President Trump put out a nice statement about uh, about Jeff Zucker. So we're gonna have to go and uh, we're gonna have to go and read that right now because uh, President Trump speaks like I do, and I like the way he talks. He says, "Jeff Zucker, a world class sleazebag." <laughs> That's Trump. Jeff Zucker, a world-class sleazebag <laughs> who, has headed rating, who, who has headed ratings 
and Real News Challenge, CNN, for far too long, has been terminated for numerous reasons. Resigned, terminated, same thing. But predominantly because CNN has lost its way with viewers and everybody else. Now is a chance to put fake news in the back seat because there may not be anything more important than straightening out the horrendous lamestream media in our country. And in the case of CNN throughout the world, Jeff Zucker is gone. Congratulations to all. Celebrate good times. Come on. <laughs> oh, it's nice to see the mighty fall, isn't it? It's nice to see the evil finally start to fall. If you find value in this show, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget, go to jeremyharrell.com. Sign up to the newsletter. Sign up for a Bible if you need one or you know somebody who does need one. If you find value in the show and you want to help donate, the entire show is viewer funded. We, get, we do all of our income off promo codes and donations and apparel. So check out the store and do not forget, promo code LFA on my pillow and on PatriotFoods.com. Remember, folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back and keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I cannot wait to see you guys again tomorrow at 11 a.m. and again in the evening. You guys are national treasures. God bless you. Thank you. And remember, hold your families close, spread the gospel, and we'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. See you later. Rebirth of America. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America. First place. Black, white, brown.